Friday. We made it through the week. I don't know where you guys are at, but up here in Calgary, it's been minus 40 the whole week. Minus 40. Now, not my, technically it was minus 28 or whatever. And then they go, it feels like minus 40 because the wind's blowing on your face. And, you know, this is when this stuff hits, it really makes you think, why are we living up here? Why are we even up here? Who was the settlers that came up here and said, oh, this is a good spot. Hurts to be outside. I don't even know how they survived. For me to go outside, I got to put on two pairs of gloves, three condoms. (laughs) I got to put like a windshield on my face. And these guys, you know, the pilgrims or whatever, back in the day, you know, the pilgrims. This is going to show how little I know about history. You know, the the settlers, what did they have, cowhide? They didn't even have those little things that you shake and they heat up, hot hands or whatever. Which, by the way, ugh, I, uh, that's the sound of being on the fence. I don't know how I feel about hot hands. Now, hot hands are the, the little packs. You open up, you shake them, and they produce heat. And yes, does it feel good when you're outside and cold? Yes, but also, is it shaped like... A square? Yeah. So how does that help me? I'm just supposed to put my hand into my pocket and grab it? Well, my hand isn't open because it's I have a glove on. So then you put in your glove and now I'm holding the square thing in my glove? How do I hold my rifle? Huh? So I don't know. I'm on the fence about hot hands. I, th- I They need a new shape. There should be a hot hands that's the shape of my hand. Heat it up so it produces heat and then it's the same shape as my hand. So I can just put it on there. Is this too picky? Whatever. It was so cold this week and it's letting up now. What are you guys going to do? What do you guys got planned for this weekend? Huh? You going to get out there? No, you're not. You're going to stay home and play Yahtzee, aren't you? So I've been looking up some celebrity news, which was a terrible idea because it's all sad. It's all sad. I don't know if you guys have seen, dude, I just saw the most disturbing video of Bam Margera. I don't Have you guys seen him recently? This, he's not doing great. It's sad to see, man. It's sad to see. Like, he obviously something's going on. I remember seeing him back in the day on Dr. Phil. And it, you know what? If you're ever a celebrity, it, it, actually, if you're a person who goes on Dr. Phil, that is not a good sign. You're Because you're not going to get fixed. I would love to see if one person who had a deep issue went on a 20-minute Dr. Phil episode, and they're like, yeah, I'm way better now. You know, Dr. Phil talked to me. There was three commercial breaks, and by the third commercial break, you really, uh, I realized I got to start treating people better. There's no way. So I remember seeing uh, Bam on there years ago, and he was already doing pretty rough, but it looked like he was going to get sorted out. He's going to rehab. Dude, there's a video of him right now. He's talking about not going to Jackass 4. I didn't even know that was coming out. I don't even know what's coming out, but I'm excited. I I still can't believe that's actually a genre, a which is French for genre, of a movie that was so big. And you think about the world now with the, stu- the type of stuff you can't put on TV. Everyone is so careful because everything is a liability. Everyone's getting sued over everything. And, you know, they even had to start putting in Red Bull commercials that it doesn't actually give you wings. Did you guys know that? They literally had to put into Red Bull commercials because it was Red Bull gives you wings. And you'll notice at a certain point, somebody obviously tried to sue them going, hey, I didn't get wings. So they had to add into the commercial. Hey, by the way, this doesn't actually give you wings. And I saw that it makes you so mad. It makes you so mad. 
But there's the people out there that will do that. And to think that there was an entire TV series based on these guys. I mean, they how did the MTV even have insurance for this stuff? Steve-O was like stomping on the heads of alligators. He's playing with a lion. He went into a cage with a bull. And to also think that that guy's alive is insane. You think about all the other people where bad stuff happens that are good people that live a pretty risk-free life. And that guy just shows you life ain't fair, is it? Life ain't fair. And maybe that's the secret of life. I told you guys I was going to say, you know what? I told you guys I was going to tell you the meaning of life today for the cult. And that's what it is. It's not fair. So get over it. You know what? That's maybe. (laughs) Now, listen, this sounds negative, right? It sounds negative. But I think the meaning of life is get over it. It's empowering. Get over it. Okay? Things didn't work out. Get over it. That's the meaning of life. We just got to get through it. And things that happen, you just get over it. Because we're, it seems like, too, we're in a generation now where nobody even gets over it. In fact, you magnify it and then you create a whole YouTube channel about your struggle. Get over it and keep on trucking. Do you even realize what people had to do back in the day? The real struggles people had to have? I told you about the pilgrims earlier in this... <laughs> podcast that would be great that's the slogan for the cult okay it's not nike's just do it ours is called just get over it i love it no matter what happens we just get over it we move on and then we watch um celebrity news and yeah dude i'm sad i'm worried about this guy man he's not doing well he doesn't look healthy things are going on he said he spent ninety thousand dollars on rehab for 90 days dude that is how expensive is that shit that's more than like an all-inclusive vacation. 90 grand? I mean, you do get 90 days, but Jesus. It's crazy to think about spending 90 grand so that you don't do something, right? It's one thing if you were like, I'm spending 90 grand and I'm going to space or we're ziplining. We're going to go zipline every day. You're like, okay, you're doing, you're getting something out of that. I'm paying 90 grand to not do something. Crazy. Kind of reminds me, by the way, I'm still raising money for Dry Feb. Selfless plug. Selfless? Selfless plug. Link is in the bio. Check it out. Money for the Canadian Cancer Society. Talk about that. A mid-podcast plug. It came up organically, though. What am I supposed to do? So that's kind of sad. Then it turns out Bruce Springsteen got a DUI. Dude, this stuff is just bumming me out. That's a, that's a sad one, too, because some of these icons like Bruce Springsteen, you like to think of them as almost not even a human. And nowadays, everyone is a human, even celebrities, and it's because of social media, right? It's It sort of levels the playing field of we see so much of you that there's no mystery anymore. I, I think back to the days when the Beatles were in their prime. Part of the allure was it's so mysterious. You you would see them. I'm acting like I grew up in the 60s. Yeah, I remember being in, in London. But think about back then, you would see um, TV clips, if you were lucky, you would see them posted in the newspaper, tabloids, you would see the records, but you would never actually see them. There was no like, Paul McCartney didn't have an Instagram, go, oh, here we are in the tour bus, look at me, I'm going to fart on John's head. (laughs) In a weird way, it actually diminishes the specialness. Of someone like that because you want the mystique. It wouldn't be as cool if there's videos of the Beatles like, hey, here we are doing a Snapchat. 
Do you like to have a Snapchat? We're gonna do a TikTok. Hey, John, come over. We're gonna do a TikTok. You wouldn't listen to Hey Jude the same. It just wouldn't be quite. It's part of it is because these, these people, they're almost bigger than life. Jimi Hendrix, same thing. Bigger than life because there's no TikToks of him. This is what I'm getting at. They're bigger than life because of the limited access we had. And anyway, now we have like 100% constant access to everyone all the time, and especially a lot of celebrities. And it's sad when you see someone from the older generation, you know, Bruce Springsteen getting a DUI because he's one of those dudes. He's like a mysterious guy. He's one of the old school, the real old time celebrities. And now he gets a DUI and you're like, ah, fuck, he's just like us. He's just like us. And I do think that's got to be a weird. Here's the thing. If you're that cop, we, we, we try to pretend like, oh, you know, I treat everyone the same. But you know, dude, you think about that. You pull over this guy. He's been weaving all over the road, right? Weaving all over the road. You, and all you see, all you hear coming out of the car is, Born in the USA. Born in the USA. And that's blaring. And this guy's weaving and you go, God, another drunk idiot. Fuck. Another drunk idiot. And you pull him over. And you're walking up to the car. And again, you hear, Born in the USA. And you're like, damn, that's those are really crisp vocals. That's crisp for a radio. I wonder what this guy's got. And then you get, you get around to the window and you see the man driving, singing it. Born in a USA. Born. And you're like, damn, this guy's drunk as shit. <laughs> but, but boy, is he nailing that song? He sounds just like the boss. And you go, sir, you need to roll down your window. It reeks tequila, right? Stinks. You go, sir, that was good singing. Thank you, officer. I don't know why I did that voice, but thank you, officer. Right? And you go, license registration. And you take his license and registration. And imagine, dude, imagine the moment you get back to your police cruiser. And you sit down to run the plate. And you're looking at the license, right? And all you see is Springsteen. And you're like, no effing way. And it starts to, you're like, born in the USA, guy could sing it, Springsteen. And you move your thumb, because your thumb was covering up the first name. And you see, there it is, Bruce Springsteen. Boom. And you go, I just pulled over the boss. Your heart, your heart would be palpitating. Because you're like, I'm going to have the coolest story. You know that you now have a story forever. This is one of those where you go, this, now I have a story for the rest of my life. Now I get to always be the guy who I pulled over Bruce Springsteen. I meet someone. I'm at a party with someone I don't want to talk to. It's not going anywhere. And I, all I have to do is say, hey, yeah, I'm a cop. One time I pulled over Bruce Springsteen. Boom. Instant icebreaker conversation and you're interesting. The only time that won't work is that with if you're with one of these millennials that doesn't even know. And to me, it's unacceptable. And here's why, okay? Here's why. Because Springsteen was before my time. The Beatles were before my time. Led Zeppelin was before my... Oh, excuse me. Led Zeppelin toured in 1969 
to the late 70s. That's before my time. I don't even know if my parents were alive. And I know who they are. So when you, everyone's, you know, when when these millennials, boy, am I turning into an old man here. When these kids are sitting around, and there was a, an instance a couple years ago where Paul McCartney did a song with Kanye West and Rihanna called Four or Five Seconds. And there was so many of these millennials saying, wow, that's really nice. Kanye West is giving that old man a chance. Oh, oh, do you mean Paul McCartney? One of the biggest entertainers, not musicians, one of the biggest entertainers of all time. Is that what you're talking about? And you don't know who he is? And everyone thought it's like, oh, that's cute. It's finally reached the generation where people... And I'm like, no, that's... Dude, that's ignorance. That's not cute. Because I know who he is. The Beatles didn't... Everyone was... Half of them were dead by the time I was born. And I know who he is. So that's just being ignorant. That's just being so deep in TikTok. You don't even know about who brought you the beats. Okay? So anyway, how exciting is it for this cop to pull over Bruce Springsteen? And he he's driving back... He's driving back to the cop shop and he's going, I'm about to blow their minds. He's got that report ready. And the only other person who knows is the dispatcher. You know that person that they did that? Hey, can you run a plate for me real quick? She's like, she's typing on the computer. Yes. Yep. B bar four, four, one, three, two. That belongs to a Mr. Springsteen. Thank you very much. Thank you. By the way, hey, Janet, Janet. Uh, yes, car 403. You're, uh, you're not going to be, it's Bruce Springsteen. It's Bruce freaking Springsteen. Oh, that's cool. My husband likes him. <laughs> so that's, but it is sad, man. Because these guys, you kind of hold them to a higher standard. And then you just, I always wonder why, too. I always wonder. I mean, the obvious thing is like, you, dude, you, if you're rich as shit, it's like, just get Ugh, I always wonder why people get caught with that shit. Is it just arrogance? You know what I mean? Now I could see if you have one drink and that happens to be over the limit, you didn't realize it. I'm like, okay, but these, you know, to get caught bombed, it's like, dude, you have so much money. Why didn't you just get a taxi or keys, please, or whatever? It's not even going to make a dent and you could, ugh, whatever. So it is sad to see he's got one, but I guess there's a bunch of celebrities who got the Deweys, didn't they? Bieber got one. Vince Vaughn got a Dewey. Jesus. Nicole Richie from The Simple Life. Okay. Brutal, man. So that's it. And then the other big thing, and this is so ridiculous, dude, is Britney Spears. They're trying to get rid of her conservatorship. Here, the only thing that's interesting about this is how many people have showed up. I mean, we got a handful of people showing up in court with these free Britney signs. And it just makes me think, how little do you have to have going on and i'm not i'm not trying to be whatever about it i mean some people are everyone's passionate about something but i would think given they don't personally know britney spears and she hasn't done an interview in like 20 years and we don't really know how little do you have to have in your life happening that you decide to spend time making a poster 
finding letters at a dollar store that spell free Britney, glue sticking that. We've already discussed my viewpoint on glue sticks, glue sticking that. And then driving, parking, walking, and finally sitting outside of a courthouse for, I'm assuming, a few hours to protest a conservatorship. And I hope I'm saying that right, but I'm not 100% confident, and you can tell by how slow I went through that word, for Britney Spears. I mean, that is at the bottom of the list. Even if I lived near this courthouse, and even if I was passionate that they need to free Britney, this would be so far down on my list of other things that I need to do, I still don't think I would be able to do. This would be below things such as brush my teeth, clean the toilet, throw out the old food in the fridge. But these people have somehow made time. All oh, There's like, what, eight people here. I mean, uh, that's another one, dude. If you ever walk by, like, someone you work with at a free Britney <laughs> rally, it might be time to, it might be time to part ways with that person. It might be time. Because that's a very, that's the same people who protested when they said the moon no, no, no. They said Pluto isn't a planet. These are the same people that showed up and said, let's get Pluto back in. As if Pluto gives a shit, dude. As if you think that Pluto cares? Honestly, even if Pluto, let's say Pluto has feelings. Let's even say that Pluto has feelings. I don't know. And it's cold all the time. Oh, dude, if you're Pluto, if you're Pluto, this is what you sound like. You're like, I'm cold. Oh, I'd love to get just a little closer to the sun. It's so cold out here. Oh, it's so cold. I'm such a tiny little rock. I wish I had my own moon, but I'm too small. I'm just a little Pluto. Right? And then you think that some satellite comes by and it's like, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Hey, Pluto. Yeah, where'd you come from? I came from the Earth. Oh, where's that? Um, it's in between like Mars and Venus. Oh, what are those? Uh, those are planets. Oh, what's a planet? Uh, planets are like big, uh, big spheres of rock and stuff and they go around the sun. Oh, well, wait a minute. I go around the sun. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, and I'm made of rock. That is affirmative. Oh, so I'm a planet. Finally, all these years out here on the edge of the solar system. Freezing. Lonely. Tiny. And now I know. I'm finally part of something. Ah, uh, Pluto, I don't... Yeah. I'm part of a big family called the solar system. Finally. I can have friends. I feel like I have a community. I can talk to the other planets. Ah, uh, Pluto, I have to tell you. Hold on, I never, I never belong to anything. And it's finally coming true. I'm not alone out here in space. I'm not alone. I got my own solar system. 
Pluto, you're not a planet. Oh, no. It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> Dude. <coughs> this might be the weirdest episode I've ever done. And I got to be honest. I, there's nowhere to go after that. So, I apologize. I apologize from me, the whole solar system. And Pluto, I'll miss you guys. <laughs> I hope you guys have a fantastic Friday. And uh, get out there, freeze your butts off, and I will see you again tomorrow. Of course, why am I even thinking about it? Saturday. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye-bye.